Hello, and welcome to Becoming Gonzalez. Hello, my name is Chris. And I'm Jennifer. And this is our podcast. Welcome back to the studio. Sitting here in the apartment. What, um, what, what is today? What is today? Today is Merry Christmas Eve Eve. <laughs> yes. I'm Merry Christmas like to Eve that. Eve. To all of you that are all around the world listening. Mm-hmm. We hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. Today's episode, we're just going to run through some memories of things we've been through and done on a month-to-month basis for the year 2023. What a year it has been. You think? I think. Yeah, I think so too. It was a good year. I've enjoyed it myself a lot. So, how are you doing? Um, I'm really tired. Not going to lie. I've been up super early. Oh, I'll be all but right. It's only 8.45. Again, I said I was up really early. So, my not normal early. I don't get up that early often. So That's a problem. You've been getting up earlier. 6 o'clock is pretty good. Mm, I'm sure it is. I got up at 7, didn't I? No, I got off, up no, late today. You actually. got up late. Usually I don't get up late. Alrighty, so we're going to hop right in um, through the year of 2023. We're going to start in January. January. So January, uh, we started a new, not started, we started attending a new church slash it's our current church. In January? For the past, we've been there for the past three months. Oh, Uh I was about to say. Um, One day... Within that time frame, coming home from church on a Wednesday night, um, we got hit by a deer. That was oh so fun. So this one night we were driving, and me and Jennifer were talking after Bible study on a Wednesday night, and we had drove home all the way from Nashville. We had been driving for 45 minutes, no issues. And then I was looking at Jennifer, talking to her about something, and then suddenly all you hear is like, is huge behind deer just decided to try to commit suicide and run straight into my car while I'm driving 50 miles an hour on the byway or bypass and he was probably a 200 pound buck and he ran straight into the left fender of my car and when you actually think about it it was the most perfect spot he could have hit because he literally only hit my left fender on the front and then the rest of his body had careened down the side of the left hand side but the way he hit he only ended up hitting the back left fender as well so basically nothing but cosmetic damage to the vehicle which was a blessing johnny was still asleep yeah our children were asleep i was pretty spooked (laughs) because it was pitch black Never saw him coming, and then you just literally get smacked. I literally was like, Jesus! Yes, I remember. I'm, I'm glad that the glass didn't break, or like his antlers didn't go like through. 
Oh, well, while we're talking about animals, a few months after that... Wait, wait, wait. You have that on here, too? I don't know. Well, just for the okay. sake of it. A few months later, I was driving to church one day on a Sunday or something, and a turkey was in the road, so I honked at him, and this man flew over and ended up crashing on the top of my windshield and literally cracking my windshield. Smack. That was... The devil's trying to take us out, y'all. <laughs> that was uh, I was frustrated because I had to pay for that, and that was pretty expensive. That was like six hundred bucks for that windshield. And he was already having a rough morning, I guess, mm-hmm. and so you didn't. Yeah, that was just the tip of the iceberg. Uh huh. So also in January, Jennifer's parents, well, they moved the month before that, I believe. Mm-hmm. They moved across. The uh, not the United. They moved across the globe to Saudi Arabia, from the United States of America. And that was an adjustment and has been an adjustment for Jennifer, and apparently in me as well. What? I mean, I speak the truth. <laughs> it wasn't even like that. They're your blood family so it's more of an adjustment for you yes. is what i was meaning it as <laughs> so, funny. so in february we actually had a valentine's marriage dinner at our church and that was pretty fun what did you think about that yeah we heard some good news about another couple there having a child and uh and then just fellowshipping with, I guess, the people that were around us at the table was really nice. The dinner itself was really good, so. hmm yeah. That was pretty much all that we got into in February. I mean, we celebrated Valentine's Day, and at that time, I was still working in Nashville. hmm So, I was spending a lot of time in Nashville. We went to, we go to church in Nashville, and then at the time, I was driving to Nashville every single morning for work. Except for on the weekends. That was just a lot, you know. I drove the car a lot at that time. Yeah. In March. In March, we had went to a church conference that our church puts on called Connection Conference. And it was really fun. It was a lot of people there, I would say a couple thousand, Mm, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. Maybe about a thousand. And... We rented out this big auditorium in Franklin, Tennessee, or this big venue. That was fun. And one of the nights after the service... It was the last night. And there was definitely a thousand people in that. Yeah, on the... On the last night. Yeah. I mean, at least... The Friday night. At least 1,800. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it was the very end of the service, so it was extremely crowded in there. And we were walking out. And my son was asleep, and he had been fine the whole day. Mm-hmm. And I picked him up, and I put him over, like his head over my shoulder, and we were walking out. And I just felt something hit the back of my leg, but I didn't know what it was, and I just kept walking. Then people started getting my attention. You weren't around. Mm-mm. People started getting my attention, and it's a... Hey, your son's throwing up. And I turned around. He had threw up all down the backside of my 
Suit jacket. Suit jacket and my pants and went all the way into my down my feet. And he threw up all over the floor. It was a lot. And what it was is he had been eating peanut butter at that time. He really liked peanut butter. Well, he wouldn't eat anything else. And he would eat it all the time. And so that particular night, I guess he had too much peanut butter. Or that peanut butter packet was bad. Because he only ever did that from that specific one that he had. Yeah. That Jif. Every time he would eat them j- small Jif peanut butter cups, he would be throwing up. Mm. Yeah. But that was something. But, but we, the conference itself was very nice. Yeah. They We all enjoyed ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so then right after the conference, oh, yeah. So March was also would have been the month that I got fired. Mm-hmm. Well, technically didn't get fired. I quit. Because the job just wasn't for me. Me and my boss got into a disagreement. And I ended up leaving the job and moving to greener pastures. Needless <laughs> to say, let's keep it like that. So then right after the connection, we went straight to Arizona. No, we went to go see your grandpa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we went to see my grandfather in Illinois, and we stayed there for a day, right? It was only a day. It was a short time. Yeah. Because he had his surgery. Mm Mm-hmm. And then on the way to Arizona after that, we found out that Jennifer was pregnant. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we traveled to Arizona, and when we got there... Arizona, we were traveling in Arizona, and we went driving. Did we tell this story before? We told a little bit of it. You want to tell it? Um, we, it was, yeah, so it was around March, it was March, and mm-hmm. the end, end of it, I guess, and there was like a it was raining, and I told Chris, I was like, we need to probably stop because it's going to be raining, and it's going to be apparently bad, and we but were in I the out. I was being stubborn. Yeah, you were being stubborn. You were like, I just want to get there. We only have, like, three more hours and all this stuff. It was and like it was a 20-hour o- drive. It was 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it was March. I thought it was the spring weather. I didn't realize it was going to start snowing. Yeah, no, I didn't know it was going to snow either. But we were in the mountains, mm-hmm. pretty kind of high up, and... Well, what happened, the real problem was we were on the highway, and then we decided to take this route that was supposed to get us there quicker, and neither of us realized that it wasn't a highway anymore. Yeah. That was the first of we the were problems. In the, and we were in the Navajo So we Yeah, we area. ended up taking a path that went... What should have happened was we were supposed to go around the mountain, but it would have been about an hour longer. We didn't want to do that, so we was decided to you go through the mountain. But needless to say, we ended up going through the mountain, and we had no realization at that time it was going to start snowing. It was It was, a, hot. It was rain, and then it was getting colder. And then the temperature dropped really fast, and then it started blizzard. It was like a blizzard out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then there was black ice, and we were trying not to swerve off the road. We didn't know if it was a B 
big cliff because you couldn't see nothing. Pitch black, no lights. This was the middle of Indian territory. We was being stalked by some Indians. I think, though, the snow helped and gave us a little bit of light to figure out where we were. Perhaps. And then we thought we were being stalked by some Indians, but we're not sure to this day. We still go back and forth if they were stalking us or if they were making sure we were okay. Because the roads were really bad. And you were sliding everywhere and all that stuff. And so it, we ended up getting halfway up the mountain. We came to this small town that literally probably only had 50 people we living in it. We called both of our parents. We got like a hold of our parents. <laughs> and they all told us, Hey, you should probably stop somewhere. <laughs> but the town we were in had nothing. Let me say that again. Nothing. <laughs> so, we ended up staying in this motel. And Gianni had been throwing up earlier in that month, right? So, we stay in this motel. We wake up this old lady who's probably in her 90s. She couldn't see anything. That was so funny. That lady was blind. Oh, my gosh. And I got her help to get a room. Then she give us a used room, but it's like one or two in the morning, so and we were exhausted, so I didn't care. Only one of the beds were used, so we went to use the other bed. And then our son throws up in the only good bed inside the motel. So we had to use all the towels and laid it on the used bed, and we ended up sleeping there. Man, talk about I was P.O.'d. <laughs> oh my goodness. So then the next morning, I wake up super early, and I went outside and walked out and opened the motel, and I just remember looking out and seeing where I was. Mountains covered in snow. And my jaw dropped. i never seen something that amazing with my own eyes. It was very pretty. We were in the middle of a mountain, and there was a mountain right in front of me, a mountain range. And I remember the sun was still coming up. I could see purple and blues. And there was still snow on the ground, but it wasn't like a ton of snow. Mm-hmm. It was literally, it was just so phenomenal. It was beautiful. I got really, I took a walk outside and I was just talking to God. It was a real, real, real nice moment for me. Mm-hmm. It was Really nice. I want to go back to Arizona. Then when we left there... It's April now. We're in April. Well, I'm just still talking about Arizona. Arizona was a beautiful trip. Because then we drove for a few hours. And we were started... We were in the mountain, so we had to come back down from the mountain a couple of hours later. And it was just so beautiful out there. Everywhere you looked was just beautiful plains... And you would see mountains off in the distance. And then we ended up getting real close to where we were going, which I believe it was Mesa, Arizona. And we had to go down this canyon. And I had never seen a canyon before in in my lifetime. And so we pulled up. It was very nice. And we we're dr- literally driving down the side of this canyon. Like, if you take the wrong turn, you're going to fall to your death hundreds of feet below. And it was this beautiful canyon with this water running down it this big river it's cold and there was plenty of spots along the canyon that arizona have built like tourist attractions 
And so you get out and take all these pictures and I was so oh nervous. man, I, I was nervous for my children. Jen- they were getting Jennifer, too close to the edge. Jennifer was ready to go, and you know me, I was seeking the thrill. I was standing on the edge of the canyon, and Jen didn't want the kids oh to be that close because it was literally a eight hundred plus feet drop. It was just straight down. If you fell over that thing, seventy no ninety percent chance of death. I would say. I don't know what you say, but that's what I think. I, like, think about it, and then my head goes to, like, the worst thing. Yeah. I go back to that, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Jesus, I don't want to I don't think about that. It was crazy watching semi-trucks drive around Oh, that my canyon. gosh. Uh, yes. Now when you think about it. Yes. <laughs> we took a lot of videos and all that kind of stuff. Then we got down the canyon, and we got into Arizona, and we got to see her grandmother and your father and your other family, mm-hmm. aunties, uncles. Right, the whole my whole family. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. It was awesome. Actually, I'm looking forward to going back to Arizona. Woohoo! The weather was perfect. The trees were amazing. The trees were really different than Tennessee. They were cool. Palm trees. Mhm. Remind me a lot of Florida. I've never been to Florida, so I wouldn't know. But. <laughs> <laughs> and then every night the weather was perfect. At least in March. In March you could go swimming mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah, we might go back this year. No, I'm thinking Praise about it. Praise God. Okay. I don't see we no have... reason not to. So, where were we at? Oh, we're in April and now. We visited a nice church in Arizona. Well, two yes. different nice churches, but we found the one that we really enjoyed. I don't even want to talk about the first the first mix of, of to that. To each but, their own. Yes. Um, and so... The beginning of April, we were still in Arizona. Um, we were taking a long trip. We were yes. probably gone for about three weeks the first time. Yeah. And then we were we coming take, back. Yeah, on the way back because we were headed to another conference, but we still had a little bit of time. Oh, yeah. We went to, we went to Texas to go see Chris's side of the family. And it was probably, what, my second my second time? My second or third time going to Texas? No. That was your second time. You had only met my grandparents once before then. Oh, yeah. That was five years ago when we first got married. Mm -hmm. So then we went back to Texas and we had our children with us. And I hadn't seen my grandparents in about four to five years at that point. So it was a really good time. We really enjoyed seeing them. They're getting older. Yeah. And they really enjoyed playing with their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. You could tell that they was getting really emotional and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. We had a good time that time. So, like, we're not as close with them as we'd like to be. They live so far away. But it was always real. It's always really nice to be able to see them. Is we went to San Angelo first because it was closer. So we went way deep into Texas, and we saw my mom's mother. Oh, we saw wolves, too. We saw wolves. That was cool. Or either wolves or coyotes. They were huge. Yeah, I don't think a coyote I don't think a coyote was that big. And there was like four of them eating they a deer. They were really big. Chris was like, what was that? They, I, that's another thing I had never seen. That, they were huge. Yeah. Now that I think about it, they were bigger than any dog I've ever seen. 
And because it was in the middle of the night, it's like it two o'clock in the morning. Two and it, I, they were big enough where if I would have stopped my car and got out, they would have attacked me. Mm-hmm. All four of them would have. Yeah. They oh, would have ripped me to shreds. And up ahead, there was another deer walking that way. And you were like, don't go that way, buddy. You're going to be eating, getting eaten next. Uh-huh. <laughs> you better get out while you can. <laughs> so then we were in the middle of the desert there in San Angelo, Texas. I saw my grandmother, my, mom, my mom's mother. Grandma Tilly, and it was a beautiful time. Um, you stayed and up I late also with saw her. we would stay up late just talking. And I also saw my great grandfather Pete, which is my dad's grandpa. It's my dad's dad's father. He's the only one. He's ninety eight. Yeah. He's the oldest of the oldest. He's ninety eight years old. Still kicking. He still drives his car around town. Uh, is he 98? I thought he was 95. He's in his 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And he still drives around town. He plays golf. He lives by himself. He doesn't even have a nurse or anything. Uh, he does not saying It's just amazing. It's amazing what you c- can do. Like, most people at that age are in a nursing home or need some type of assistance. He's living all by himself, still kicking. Mm-hmm. And he was so nice to me. That's one of the secrets. I feel like that's one of the secrets about He would tell me, he said, Chris, always put God first. He said, always put God first. And he every single morning, except, so he wears hearing aids, so sometimes he could be a little loud unintentionally. What? <laughs> <laughs> And he'd be like, son, son, mijo, mijo. He said, always put God first. He said, thank you, Jesus, for everything. Thank you, Jesus. And he lives all by himself in my whole life. That's what I've always remembered about him. He's always, every morning he wakes up at five, I want to say, four or five. And every morning he gets up and the first thing he does is sit in the table, turn on his lamp, and he reads his Bible. And takes his vitamins. And takes his vitamins. And then he watches golf for a few hours. And then he'll take a nap. And then he'll go play golf. And he always tells you, God bless. And besides just being so big on his belief in God, he's so generous. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I walk in the room the first time and he's like, here, man, here's a couple of dollars. Go buy you something from the stove. And you think, what, you're going to get 10, 20 bucks. This man hand you a couple of hundred dollar bills. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what? He's like, he passes them out like they 20s. You're <laughs> like, here, son, take this. You know, that should be enough, right? He's like, hey, can you go give me something? See, this way he always, he said, can you go down to the store and give me something? And I say, okay, okay, what you want? He'll tell me like $10 worth of things. Oh, I just want some hot dogs, some yeah. buns, maybe a some little bit spry, of mouthwash. Yeah, some mouthwash. Just something something small. And like, here, here, this should be enough. Then he'll give me 200 bucks. 200 bucks for $10 worth of stuff. And then he'll be like, and you keep the change, mijo. You keep the change. And he'll be like, God bless, God bless, God bless. It's just amazing. I want to be like that. Yes. I want to be like that for real. Well, maybe you will. And so then we spent a lot of time with my grandpa Pete and my grandma Till in San Angelo. Then we left there and we went and saw my dad's parents. 
that was a beautiful time. They're doing pretty well off. They got two houses right next door to each other. Mm -hmm. They really like to see their grandchildren. Because we went to see my dad's parents, so it's my dad's son's child, of course, our children. And we're, they're so far away, we don't see them that much. So it was real special, and they're getting older, too. Mm-hmm. And so it just gets to that point where I notice when people get older, they spend a lot more time indoors. So they don't get to see their family as much. You think? When you get older, I notice they don't eat a lot. Like, right. a lot of older people, they don't eat a whole lot. Yeah. I wonder if that's good or bad. And then, so we were, after that, we were coming back to Tennessee. It had been almost a month. No. What? I said we were coming back to Tennessee. I know. That's what I was about yeah. to talk about. Huh. I was coming back to Tennessee, and we got a call from my mom. Her dad at that had, at, earlier in the that month when we went, we first went to Illinois to see her dad, and he was having a knee surgery. And then he was having recovery that whole month we were gone. And then on the way back, I got a call that it took a turn for the worse, and we had to go be with them. And unfortunately, he had passed away. And that was really hard for me, but I don't want to talk too much about it because out of respect, Towards my mom, I haven't really discussed with her being able to speak about that type, that subject. It was just something for me personally really changed my life a lot. I really have actually had a couple of brushes with death this year. And I really realized the blessings that I have. I realized that life is really short. Tomorrow's not promised. You gotta really know in your heart of hearts how you're gonna spend your life because the way that you spend your life here on earth will have eternal ramifications. And each and every individual has to make that decision. And so. Regardless of your belief system, there's definitely a God. And if there's a God, then there has to be a heaven. And if there's a heaven, then there's got to be the opposite of that. And we all know what that is. So, I just, I'm getting older and I'm learning to appreciate life. And it was just a, a big year. For me in regards, you know, I haven't really sat and thought about it all. I like to do that, get in some quiet space and just think about it and the life lessons. And this year, I actually came really close to death multiple times. We'll talk about what happened with you in a little bit. Mm -hmm. So moving on, when we got into the end of April, it was my dad's 50th birthday this year. Mm -hmm. And we were actually able to get... A lot of people to come for his 50th birthday, and he really appreciated it. His daughter, my older sister, Alex, was able to come all the way from Florida. And his parents were able to make the trip all the way from Texas. And it was a beautiful time. 
And earlier in March, we had figured or found out that at the time Jennifer was pregnant. And we ended up telling everybody in April at the, uh, no, we told everybody at the birthday party that you were pregnant. And that was real nice. Mm -hmm. But. But not a like everybody didn't know, except for the people at the party. Like, not all of our family members knew, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to tell about what happened in May? So, in uh, May, well, at the end of April, um, yeah, I got to tell my my family because they came in town from all the way from Saudi Arabia. So that was nice. I got to tell them and then we were family. But May came around. Um, I had a miscarriage early in the morning. Um, it was hard because after just telling our parents and our siblings and like our grandparents, obviously that we were expecting and we just told them I ended up losing the baby. And so that was really hard. Mm. Um, but it wasn't as, it was, it wasn't as bad as like I thought it was going to be. Like, of course it's bad losing a child, but like the amount in the pain that you go through, like I was having really bad contractions and I was like, why is this, like, why does it hurt? And it was so, so early on for you, it was a lot easier yeah, than the it first was, one. Yeah, it was. Um, and then Mother's Day and birthdays came around. I got to really enjoy that. Um, we had a rodeo in Clarksville. So you want to talk about the rodeo in Clarksville or do you want me to? <laughs> it was fun. It was a great time. Yeah, it was a great time. Do you, do you remember what happened? I at the remember rodeo? what happened <laughs> at the rodeo. Oh. Okay, so needless to say, that was the first rodeo I ever been to. <laughs> so I'm not big on rodeo etiquette, and the whole rodeo had been fine up until the last five minutes. The last five minutes, I I knew it was about to be over, and we hadn't really been in front of the fences most mm-hmm. of the time. The gate. The gate and other people have been the whole show and it was just a few people that I guess we were blocking their eyesight or view you were and so this dude started calling me out me and my daughter were standing in front of the gate we were kneeled all the way down like we were not there's no way we were really I was really in his way Jen mm-hmm. he was just being facetious <laughs> And so, he want to call me out and, st- and talking about, you need to get off the bleepity bleep fence. They already done said. And everybody else had been on the fence for longer, and they were still not moving. And he didn't say nothing to nobody. He decided to single me out. So, I look over at my shoulder, and I was like, are you talking to me? Because <laughs> I didn't know it. I was like, I know this dude is not talking to me. 
And so I went over to him and it was really loud. So I got real close to him because it was super loud in there. I was like, are you talking to me? Because I was really incredible. Like, I wasn't really. He was ready to fight you. <laughs> I did. That's why I seriously got that close to him because I was just trying to have a conversation with him, but it was really loud. So you had to get close. Mm-hmm. And I was really just tr- going to explain my point of view. I wasn't mad. Especially when I walked over there, I wasn't mad. I was just like, you talking to me, man? Like, kind of just like, are mm-hmm. you talking to me, man? <laughs> and not like, a, are you talking to me? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that. And so I guess I got too close to him or something. And I said, you talking to me? He said, yeah, I'm talking to you. And then he, he two-handed shoved me. Well, it's one of our neighbors or something. Mm-hmm. I might want to pause that. So, yeah. Um, June came around. And we had VBS at our church. We, we got... didn't have finished the story of the guy trying to fight me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so he shoved me. And I I looked at him and I said, bro, what is your deal? So I went and told the cops and basically com- said a complaint because he has, like, tried to basically assault me. He, like, pushed two-handed shoved me for no- for nothing. I was just trying to ask him what was up. And you were holding Alethea. And I, yeah, so I was holding my daughter and he two-handed shoved me. So it was obvious that I wasn't trying to fight him. And he started cussing me out, talking about, you need to sit down, bleep, 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 bleep and all this stuff, and I went to mind my business, and then when I went to leave, it was over a few, literally, it was over less than five minutes after that. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to leave, I went and found a cop, and I made a police report, because when, even when I was walking out, he was sitting there. Remember, we were walking out, and mm-hmm. I saw him, and there was a, there was pretty... It was a lot of people there. It was very crowded. So there was hundreds of people there. So we accidentally run back into each other walking out. And me being a smart aleck, because he did push me. And, you know, that did kind of rub me the wrong way. I said, oh, look, it's that guy who pushed me. I put it loud for him to hear. And he come up to me while I'm holding Alethea. He stuck, sticks his chest out and starts... <laughs> Putting his shoulder into my chest or something like that, like mm-hmm. trying to shove me like a, like a macho man, and I'm like, bro, I said, go over there with your family, bro, and that's what I kept telling him. I said, go watch your family, leave me alone, and he then was I probably like past thirty five, maybe forty years old. Yeah, and then him and his wife got mad because I told him he was acting like he was a drunk. I said, are you like, drunk? He doesn't drink. He's never drank a day in his life. And I could smell it on him. So that was interesting. So then when I got Lord out. bless him. For real. I got out. I called the cops, made a police report, and whatever. Went from there. And I don't know if anything ever happened about that. So June came. And we had VBS at our church. Uh, we were able to bring all the children that we could. And they had a really good time um, watching our children grow. And just having lots and lots of family time throughout the month of June. And mm-hmm. trying to slow down and take it easy. And then July came. We had a revolution conference conference which is in baton rouge louisiana we go every year it's super fun i would recommend it if you would ever like to go um after that uh 
You got to tell them where Revolution Conference is. I just did. The church. Oh. It's um, Live Tabernacle Church. Pastor Tony Spell. Yes. Fourth of July weekend. Every year. Really fun. Yes. Um, after that, we went straight back to Texas and had um, Gianni's birthday, and that was a lot of fun. He had a really good time being able to spend it with other side of the family mm-hmm. for his birthday. It was exciting. Um, Alethea got hand, foot, and mouse for the first time. And that's a reason why we slept, like, that one whole day in Texas. And we were all not feeling good. I wasn't even feeling good. But I didn't have it. I just had, like, a fever or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, And then at the end of July, we had peak conference with our youth at our church. Um, my in-law siblings were a part of the youth, so we went with them. And a lot of people were there. It was probably like 3,000 to 5,000 people in a big stadium mm. worshiping Jesus. It was in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. We traveled a lot this year. We did. That was a blessing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We don't usually travel. At least in our past, we haven't. I want to start making it a priority, though. Yes. At least to see family. Mm-hmm. Especially because, well, everybody's getting older. Yeah. It's crazy because at a certain point in life, you realize nobody's going to tell you when it is, but you just got to take that personal responsibility about seeing your family and your in-laws and not letting and establishing relationships with them. Relationships, real lasting relationships. Because... Just for me, it's always been easy to say, well, my parents live 15 hours. My grandparents live 15 hours away, so it's okay that I don't see them for five years. Mm. The older I get, the more I think that that's not true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I need to make time to go see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. August came around. It's mine, then yours, then Alethea's birthday month. So we were all really excited, planning out birthday plans. And then I had my birthday, and then you had your birthday. And shortly after, um, it was like five days before Alethea's birthday, um, things took a small, a quick turn, and I lost... A lot of blood. Um, I had to go to the hospital. But needless to say, I had another miscarriage and I didn't know I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And the rest of August, trying to get healthy and my body healed is basically what we did the rest of August. Unfortunately. So you're keeping up with our... I guess, story, we have lost three children, but we have two living children, so it's a bittersweet, Mm -hmm. 
It was bitter, bittersweet. I too, I do personally a good job of putting it in the back of my mind and not thinking about it. And sometimes it's easier to calm. So a lot of times it's easier for me to calm, compartmentalize it. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? Putting it in a compartment or a box in your mind and just putting it on the shelf. So a lot of times it's easy for me to not think about it. But to be completely honest, losing three children is tough. Yeah. The first one for me was the hardest, especially because Christopher was the furthest along. Mm Mm-hmm. The reality is if it, if he was less than two weeks older, he would probably have made it. But he would have a lot of birth defects, probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we don't not. know. Yeah. So September came around, and after losing that extreme blood loss, um, I had to take another trip to Vanderbilt. Because I was not feeling well since then, was not very active, I was very pale still, and my head was throbbing because I think, yeah, it was just a lot. Um, you needed blood. Jennifer had lost too much blood from a miscarriage, so she had to get a blood transfusion. Yeah. So we stayed at the hospital overnight. So I could get that. And let me tell you, after that blood transfusion, I felt like a new person. I was ready to go. I was ready to get things done. I felt more like myself. I didn't have a headache. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, because of the my cell count, that like some of my organs were wanting to like start failing. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that sounds great. Mm-hmm. It was not great at all, but... So how did you feel emotionally from losing two children in one year? Um, emotionally, I'm sad, but I know where they're at. Mm-hmm. But I think I lost them early on to where it wasn't, like, too sentimental. Like, I'm not saying, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Like, I didn't really nah, know that's what... that, that they were in there like that. And so. Yeah. It definitely hurt me. But we also lost these children after Gianni and Alethea. So Gaining it feels two. different, right? Gaining two and losing two. Does it feel different to you? Because for me, I, I, when I think about baby Christopher, I get more pain from... That does that make sense to you? Yes, because we I was further along with baby Christopher. Right. And so not that it doesn't sting, but it's just different cuz we have two living children to worry about. Like it's it's interesting how humans work cuz we don't life have time. Goes on. Exactly. We don't have a whole whole lot of time to sit around and think about what we don't have. Mhm. We have two children. That's mm-hmm. our reality. That are healthy and alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just attack from that angle. I think that's also, too, what a big... I did my crying moment but with losing them, but 
I think just looking at our two children now, it's, I rather enjoy the moment while they're young and so enjoying the little things because you're never going to have that again with them, so. Yeah, and I'm trying to, sometimes I find myself a philathia trying to pay extra attention because I remember when Gianni was that age, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm just thinking to myself, what if I never get to repeat having children all over again? It really is something. And also trying to balance it out, too, because you're never going to see Gianni at that age ever again, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it's a growing thing because now he's about twice the size he used to be. And he'd be trying to ask me, Dad, still throw me in the sky as high as you can. Mm-hmm. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, we were able to have Alethea's birthday party, and it was... She loves Bluey. That was her thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we had it at Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. We had a youth rally at the end of September in, in the, the middle of the country. My pastor preached at it. Yes. It was a great message. It was a great message. It was a good service. Um, and then we had an outreach barbecue in Nashville mm-hmm. as well, and that was a lot of fun. Got to see a lot of children come and families to be able to have lunch. Burgers and hot dogs. Mm-hmm. In October, we took our Christmas pictures. Pretty early. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get it done real early in the season. Well, we still both have, agreed that we wanted to get it done. Still had the fall trees in the background. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get a card, just hit my my line. <laughs> I'll send one your way. Yep. <laughs> a friend of ours got baptized in Jesus' name in October. Yes. And we added a new family to the a family member to the Gonzalez family. Uh-huh. And I had five children. All in a two-bedroom apartment for four weeks. And let me tell you, that was a whole lot of Jesus. Jennifer helped babysit my niece and nephews after my sister. Niece and nephews. After (laughs) my sister had her another child. His name is Sebastian. Mm -hmm. Pretty nice. He's cute. Um, November came around. We took more Christmas photos uh, with other family members. Mm-hmm. That was fun, quick, and... We take them on Thanksgiving. Yes, we did. Um, thank- Thanksgiving was really nice this year, too. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say. Um, we didn't do anything extravagant. No, we got to meet our nephew. It was super low-key. And it was nice. We didn't basically do anything. And I really enjoyed it, to be honest. Yeah. Getting older, I don't need all them glitz and glamour. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, December is here. And so far, we've done Christmas decorations with the children. We went to see the Christmas lights, and they love it. They're like, oh my gosh, look at the Christmas lights. And the night that we got to see them, the Christmas lights outside in our town, it was super nice outside. Would you say so? 
And yes, it was. We spent a lot of time at the Christmas lights with the children. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good time. Um, And I don't know about you, but I read my Bible through a whole year. I finished. I am done. And so I'm going to start it again. Fin- you already I'm finished? Al- I'm already done, yeah. I finished today. I'm proud of you. Yes, How did you thank feel you. about that? It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. That's the first time you read the Bible all the way through? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. But I hope y'all have a Merry Christmas. I didn't get a chance to tell my Bible reading. Oh, go ahead. I've read, I'm almost complete. I'm not done. I have a few more days left. Well, the year's not over yet. So. Right, I know. Mm-hmm. I was a few days ahead, but I wasn't as studious as you are this year, but that's good. I'm almost done reading it. This is one of, I've always had the Bible part of my life. That's just the way that my life had turned out. My parents always made sure I had the Bible, but I never, and I knew I would say I majority of the Bible, but I never had consciously made an effort to try to read the Bible from the first to the last page mm-hmm. within a time span. So this was the first time that I did that. Yeah. And it definitely is a huge story. Personally, I could go on for a while about it, but personally, I think most of the, even the movies and plays and stuff you watch are have a lot of writing style that's the themes and stuff are similar to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like they all like. I have this personal theory that I like to think about that this that Star Wars is heavily based off the Bible. Oh, Star Wars! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Like the way they say the Force mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's in the Jedi's versus the Darth City. It's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. I'm glad, fellow. Star Wars fan. Young Padawan. (laughs) (laughs) But for real. Um, But I say all that to say that the Bible is definitely the most amazing thing I've ever read in my life. And if you ain't read it, get to reading. Yep. Well, we'll come back again next week with some more for you. Hope we didn't bore you enough this episode, but we wanted to talk to you about our year in review. And I had a blessed year. Yes. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Um, Just remember to slow down and to relax and stop being so busy because tomorrow is never promised. God bless you, everybody.